Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. It is Wednesday, March 17th, and thank you for joining us for our Winning Side broadcast And uh, I love Wednesdays, and I know you hear me say that all the time, but I love Wednesdays, and I love Sundays. I love every day. Every day is a good day that uh, God has given us, especially if you know you're saved, and you know you're going to heaven, and you know you have the Holy Spirit of God living inside of you. Uh, But Wednesday is the day when we get to go to church, Wednesday night, for our midweek service, prayer meeting, and Bible study. Tonight we have our Teens on Target, we have our children's ministries, and I hope you plan to join us tonight, 7 o'clock. If you cannot join us for whatever reason, uh, we'll be on the radio, uh, we will be on the website, we'll be on Facebook, and we're looking forward to a great service tonight. One of our uh, veteran missionaries will be with us, and he'll be giving an update. We'll have a good time together of of prayer and uh, praise and uh, rejoicing in the Lord. Let us know you're listening, 252-308-4600. Or if you're there on Facebook, uh, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Also, a reminder that we're on live at noon every day, Monday through Friday. And then we're uh, doing the replays Monday through Friday at 6 o'clock in the evening. And I hope that'll be a blessing to you. Uh, Birthdays today, we got one, and that is Tyler Holt. And Tyler, hope you have a great day today and a happy birthday to you. We're looking forward to a great day on Sunday. Of course, our drive-in service and uh, the regular schedule on Sunday. And then Monday, uh, one week from tonight, we end the revival. But this coming Monday, March 22nd, 23rd, and then 24th, we will have our spring revival with Brother Mark Swanson, 7 o'clock each night, Monday through Friday, and you'll want to join us. I do want to remind you about online Sunday school. If you're not coming to a Sunday school class here, if your church, your Sunday school classes are not meeting, I'd encourage you to join us for online Sunday school, 1015. We're on the radio, we're on Facebook, we're on the website, and uh, we're going through a series on the Beatitudes. And so even if you miss it live, you can go back and listen uh, on Facebook or on the website. Uh, But I hope it'll be a blessing to you. And then I want to remind our men of our church this Saturday evening, at 7 o'clock in our parking lot, we will have a prayer meeting, about 20 minutes or so. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, especially praying for our spring revival. And then we're especially praying for Easter Sunday coming up April the 4th. So that'll be a wonderful time. Here's a great song. This is not a new singer, but this is a brand new CD. I actually got it last week while we were in California. Brother Alvin Martinez sings, uh, What a Savior is Mine. We're going to talk about how good God is. But I want you to hear this song by Brother Alvin Martinez, What a Savior is Mine.
places shall swell And oh, what a savior is mine Lifting my burdens Relieving my Martinez singing, and uh, I love to hear him sing. Thank you to those who are watching. Uh, Jessica Dixon, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Lindy, Arthur, uh, Charles and Dorothy Suit, thank you for listening. Uh, Lerma Reyes, and congratulations to you on that uh, new uh, grandbaby out there, and we're so excited. Uh, so Nathan and Grace, uh, our youth pastor and his wife, are here. And uh, then Grace's sister, Joy, and her husband, Andrew, they're out in California. Well, Nathan and Grace were out there visiting, and the night before they were supposed to fly home, Joy had her baby girl, Lauren, that was born. And so congratulations to uh, Nana or grandmother or Mrs. Reyes, whatever you like to be called. But uh, we're so happy for you and your family, and uh, we're happy for Nathan and Grace getting to be out there for another extra day or two to get to see the, uh, the brand new niece. And then uh, brother Jimmy Clements is watching, and there may be others who've commented. I'm just looking at a few here on Facebook. Uh, but thank you so much for tuning in and uh, for being a part of our Winning Side broadcast. Daniel chapter 4. Uh, I know you're going to think I'm losing my mind. You probably have thought that before, and today's not the first time. But we're going back to verse number 1. You say, why are we going back to verse 1? We've been in Daniel chapter 4 for a couple days. I know. But Daniel chapter 4 is Nebuchadnezzar retelling the story of what happened in his life. And chapter 4, verse number 1, Nebuchadnezzar is praising God. Well, he's praising God after the fact. But he's praising God, and then he says, let me tell you how I came to this conclusion. And he tells about the dream, and he tells about God's judgment, and the seven years where he lived like an animal. Uh, can, I can't imagine that for one day, but for seven years, he went from being the king, the highest man in the world, to literally eating grass with the cows out in the pasture. Can you imagine that? 
And that was God's judgment. By the way, uh, those that walk in pride, God is able to abase. God is able to humble us. And that's why it's a whole lot better for us to humble ourselves uh, and let God lift us up rather than try to lift ourselves up and then force God to have to bring us down. But Nebuchadnezzar says in verse 1, he says, Nebuchadnezzar the king, unto all people, nations, languages that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied unto you. I thought it good to show the signs and wonders that the high God hath wrought toward me. How great are his signs and how mighty are his wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and his dominion is from generation to generation. Then he begins in verse four and he says, let me tell you what happened. And he tells the story about the dream and how God had to humble him. Well, then we get to verse number 28. And uh, the Bible tells us that uh, all of this happened to King Nebuchadnezzar. Uh, of course, it took a year before it all happened, but God gave him 12 months to get right. He didn't get right. God judged him. And it says in verse 29, at the end of 12 months, uh, he walked in the palace of the kingdom of Babylon and the king spake and said, is not this great Babylon that I have built for the house of the kingdom by the might of my power and by the honor of my majesty? What a proud statement. Nebuchadnezzar says, look at this great Babylon that I've built. I've done it all. It's because I'm so great and I'm so powerful. Well, then we see that God humbles him and God judges him. And we get to verse number 34. And at the end of the seven years of judgment, Nebuchadnezzar says, verse number 34, at the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up mine eyes unto heaven and mine understanding returned unto me and I blessed the Most High. And I praised and honored him that liveth forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom is from generation to generation. And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. That's what we are, really, in God's sight. We're nothing. We're just the dust of the ground. And he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay his hand and say unto him, What doest thou? Uh, who are we to ask God? Hey, God, what do you think you're doing? Well, God is God. He can do whatever he wants. He is in charge. At the same time, my reason returned unto me, verse 36, and for the glory of my kingdom, mine honor and brightness returned unto me and my counselors and my Lord sought unto me and I was established in my kingdom and excellent majesty was added unto me. You know who gave him that? God did. In verse 37, now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the king of heaven, all whose works are truth, his ways are judgment, and those that walk in pride, he is able to abase. What a testimony. Now, I hope that would be our testimony, and I hope God would not have to do something drastic in our lives to get our attention. But that's what it took for Nebuchadnezzar. But after the judgment, Nebuchadnezzar came to the point where he said, I want to give God the glory. Verses 1 through 3, quickly, Nebuchadnezzar talks about what God did. He said, let me tell you what God did. He talks about how God did it. He said, let me tell you how mighty. Let me tell you how great. Let me tell you how awesome God is. He talks about, in verses 1 through 3, he talks about who God is. He says he is the high God. He is the God who is in control. Verse 37, he says he is the king of heaven. And then in these verses, he talks about the length of the duration of God's kingdom. He says his kingdom is everlasting and from generation to generation. You know, people come and go. Uh, kingdoms come and go. Churches come and go. Uh, uh, nations come and go. 
but the kingdom of God is eternal. It lasts forever. And then in verses 34 through 37, Nebuchadnezzar talks about who we are. You know, I think when we get a proper glimpse of who God is, we can't help but get a proper realization of just how little we are and how worthless we are. We are reputed as nothing, Nebuchadnezzar said. That's coming from the man who was the highest position in the world. He said, I'm nothing, I'm a nobody. Then he talks about what God does. He says, God does whatever he wants. He does according to his will. Nobody can stop him. Nobody can question him. He is God. And then lastly, he talks about how great God is. He says, I want to praise God. I want to honor God. I want to extol God. I want to lift him up. I want to magnify him. I hope that that's what people hear from us, uh, whether it be in person, whether it be on the telephone, whether it be through a text message or uh, in an email or on Facebook or, or whatever it may be. I hope people hear us praising and honoring and glorifying the Lord. I don't know about you, but I want to spend more time talking about how good God is uh, rather than talking about how big my problems are and how this was so bad and all this was so awful. Let's take some time today and this week and let's talk about God. Let's talk about how great He is. I love to hear Brother Martinez sing that song. Oh, what a Savior is mine. He is so good to me and He is so good to you. Let's live today on the winning side and let's glorify the Lord with our lives. Thanks for tuning in today. God bless you. Hope you have a great day. Look forward to seeing you tonight at church. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.